live from EBD Lab in Sherman Oaks, California. It's the late night, early morning show with your host, Isaiah Pacheco. Oh! And that man who put this all together, Augie Lopez. So do whatever you have to do to get ready. Finish brushing your teeth, have a warm towel. The show's about to begin. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Late Night Early Morning Show. This is Augie Lopez saying, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. To my left, and always, I have my cousin, Isaiah Pacheco. Rastafari! Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Have you guys seen the Snoop Dogg reincarnation? Uh, uh, the lion? Yeah. yeah. Oh, of lion. course. Yeah. Wow, the lion. <laughs> and to my right, I got... Uh, uh, Rico Alexander. You forgot also, me already. Also known as uh, Rick Summers. That's his porn name. That's my porn name. Ah. My porn name is uh, Slick Lotta Tang. Well, <laughs> all right. Okay, and two. Mine Re- is in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> to my to Rico's right is uh, my high school and hometown friend. His name is Gabe Trevino. My porn name is Great Disappointment. <laughs> Not again. Is that it? <laughs> I thought they called you one hit wonder. <laughs> and, oh, she, he couldn't hit and they were wondering. <laughs> and to his right is his friend. I'm sorry, I forgot your last name, but I know your first name. It is Sam. What's your last name? Manuel. Manuel. I'm naming my first kid Owners. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> just let that just let that sink in, listeners. All right. So get a thesaurus out. So uh Gabe and Sam <laughs> are are two new people that we have on the podcast. So what we do when somebody's on the podcast is we kinda uh like to introduce them to everybody. How um so you, you When have, do I get to put my pants back on? <laughs> <laughs> so uh You'll Gabe, know when. Gabe You'll know. How do you two know each other? Uh, we met doing improv. Uh, we're part of a group called Monkey Butler um, that offers free weekly improv workshops throughout LA. And so, yeah, we you know we met you know doing comedy stuff together. How and ethnicities just drew us together like yes. magnets. I'm a <laughs> hey, you're not white. No, neither are you. <laughs> Ding. I'm a light skinned Mexican, and he is a dark skinned Indian. Not dot not from feather. Here. For those of you <laughs> keeping score at home. <laughs> Taxi, not reservation. Right. All of the above. <laughs> Casino, not 7-Eleven. Wait, no, the other Wait, way around. No. <laughs> I want it to be the other way around so bad. Okay, so how long oh, have you guys good. been doing improv? My entire life. You, just, um, I just make it up on the spot. No, I'm just... <laughs> I just lie about it. No, we've... Uh, <laughs> I think... Gosh, what? Four years? Five four years. years. Yeah. Four years? Sounds but you've been right. doing it longer than that. Gabe. I've been I doing improv that. about seven years i think it has been maybe right. eight now okay so before we get all to, into all the improv stuff sam where are you from i was uh, born in the subcontinent of india and i was raised in st louis missouri so i'm a st lunatic got another st lunatic saint in the lunatics. house <laughs> don't cross that bridge <laughs> okay um and why did you move to la um, witness protection. There you go. <laughs> Am I blowing that right now? We're not going to get any straight answer are we today. <laughs> not at first. Yeah. Uh, I moved out here actually to pursue, you know, comedy and acting and the like, and that's going nowhere. So, good decision on my part. <laughs> clearly. 
So um, what are you doing right now as far as work is concerned? I'm um, just on the street, you know, hustling. <laughs> um, I actually work at a group home with foster kids. and uh, That's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of the things they say is pretty funny. What's it, what, like, like what? Tell me. Well, just like they get you. my gender wrong a lot of the time. <laughs> In terms of the, I'm a female dog a lot of the time, and I'm kind of like, mm, I don't think you keep do keep using that word. I don't think he means what you think he means. So it's less haha funny. Wait a minute, so you're saying all the kids there are Mexican? Well, a couple of them are. I'm not saying all of them, but uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's good times. They're just. There are so many stories, but for legal reasons, I don't think I can share any. Well, I guess I'll just say client A punched client B in the nuts, <laughs> and that's a typical a, day. A fight ensued. Right. Yeah. How old were you I, I when like, you... I'm you sorry. Go. No, Go ask questions. Go. How old were you when you moved from India? Oh, I was two and a half. Oh. First thing I did was uh, shook the accident. Oh, uh, let's see. First memory. Do you remember anything from India? Yeah, like being... Oh, India? Yeah. I try not to, but... Uh, <laughs> Hard life. But, um, no, I mean, the first memory, I think, was uh, I had this old Jeep that I had to pedal around, and clearly I stopped doing that, and uh, just was like, this is stupid. I don't want to pedal nothing. Let's get a motor involved. I'll be in here eating a sandwich. So, that's... <laughs> is that is that your memory or are you just remembering the Flintstones? I just uh, <laughs> they all kind of come together. Are you trying to say that India is as bad as Bedrock? Is that what you're getting at? I'm saying Bedrock was a little bit more technologically That's advanced. True. <laughs> That's true. I remember one time uh, a buddy or not a I guess he was well maybe he's a friend of mine came up to me and said, "Hey man, Indians are like all doctors and whatnot." How come you guys are all so smart? And I said, well, there's a billion of us. <laughs> it's a numbers game. The smart ones got out. So that's why they all... And we're, there's, we got as many cab drivers and 7-Eleven guys as we do. My and uncle Dr. actually Knight. opened up a, uh, a, um, a, fa- a uh, convenience store. And I was like, wow, way to set the movement back. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to make a lot of money here. I'm like, yeah, but it good. wasn't a 7-Eleven. No. no it, was like a, it was like a Circle K. It's a 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> it was beacon. It was an eight. It was an eight twelve. He's like, we're going to improve this thing right now. We're going up twice. Eight and twelve. Turn it up to eleven. <laughs> All right, Gabe. So, Gabe, where are you from? I know I already said it, but where are you from? The great metropolitan city that is Reedley, California. Reedley's in the house, right? Woo-hoo. And uh, why did you move to LA? I mean, you kind of already said it, but... Well, like most people who moved to L.A., I came out here to pursue my dream of being an insurance adjuster. Got it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Which I was able to do for three years. Uh, but I literally moved out to L.A. because I had no job and no prospects for a job in, in the Reedley Fresno area. Right. And so I got a job as an insurance adjuster down here. And so I, oh, who'd I you get? And who... Mm-hmm. Tell, well, maybe we shouldn't do that. But I know the insurance company that you used to work for, and they are the worst... Insurance company to do. You're not in good hands, is what he's trying to say. (laughs) (laughs) Infer what you want from that. I'm just saying that it was a good company when I was there. Yeah. Okay. Things apparently went south as soon as I left. Is this the company that you got your car, your truck? 
You were dealing with with your truck? No, fuck no. Okay. That's a. I got my truck broken into, and my insurance oh. company didn't. My insurance company didn't believe me that uh, <laughs> somebody else broke into my car. They thought it was me that broke into. Sir, my quit car. breaking the glass and trying to claim. <laughs> Look, I've I've known you my whole life, and I I don't believe that somebody broke into your car. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> and uh, where are you working at right now, Gabe? Uh, right now, I work for a uh, sales and marketing company, um, and so I actually work out of my home, which is nice. Um, but my my company we do in store displays for Disney. Yes, it's not not funny <laughs> or <was> boring. <laughs> just jet <it's> setter. <laughs> no, it's a it's a you know it's got a lot of uh, flexibility in the schedule, so it's a, it's a nice job. Right. Okay. So uh, and you guys met at Monkey Butler, right? That's right. Okay. So uh, how long have uh, you want to explain what that is? No, he he explained already <laughs> what it is, didn't you? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's a improv group that that yeah. you know oh, okay. we yeah we just and we you offer guys put on a, you guys put on a shows how often two two times a month two times a month the second and fourth Friday of every month right uh, in Hollywood I like going over there so what are some tips that you that you what have you learned from doing all this improv stuff both of you be funny <laughs> step one <laughs> right uh, I think I actually think um, a lot of people get scared of the idea of of doing improv and. I think people are better at it than they think they are, mainly because they think I have to be funny. And I'm like, no, if you just play it straight, that ends up being funnier than, you know, when you're genuine, it's a lot funnier than when you're making stuff up. Yeah. Unless you're me, and then it's all a lie. Yeah, yeah I was but, telling, oh, go ahead, no, go ahead. I was telling Augie how dangerous improv seems. It scares me, really. <laughs> well, so here's, even I mean, watching it. He said, <laughs> yeah, we're real physical. <laughs> if you don't bring a knife, you're not doing it right. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, that's ghetto like, improv. Yeah, I've been tased <laughs> so many times. You're like, we're going to do a game of props. I wasn't anybody, <laughs> anybody have a taser? <laughs> this first game's going to open with someone's knees getting busted right out of the back of their legs. No, but the, the serious answer is, um, yeah, like Sam was saying, the, the trick is to actually not try to be funny. Okay. To just be real, be in the moment. I can do that. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> we're laughing now. <laughs> But the the thing is, if you think about it, everybody is inherently funny. Like everybody has like that funny story that they can tell, that funny thing that they've done or that they do, and so yeah, because really, I'm pretty funny. Yeah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I just like how that was followed by silence. <laughs> I didn't expect such, I did not expect such a good reaction my from that. My favorite part is you looked over at Augie and Augie's like, son of a mother. Come on, man. Quit derailing this thing. It's like you're on this podcast because of your technical know-how. Punch Don't forget it. Shut it. I'm going to be like a little kid who plays video games next to their father. Like my mic just going to be turned off. We, just unplugged. We actually thought it was Cut turned off. Mic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had to jump in sometime. Classic. Oh, shit. But the, the nice thing about improv, kind of like what's going on here, is that uh, you're not by yourself up there. It's not like stand-up, which Sam has done, which is, to oh, me, man. much scarier. In improv, you really are just, you're throwing out part of an idea, and then your scene partner is adding to that, and then somebody adds to that. Right. And so you just sort of, you're building a whole thing together. And when you know that you're not alone and that somebody's got your back and if you're trying to make that person look good and they're trying to make you look good, things just flow so much easier. What's the success percentage for like if you see someone doing what's the success rate? Um, I mean, everybody's everybody grows at a different rate, but for the most part, everybody starts off terrible. Mm -hmm. Right. And 
it, it, what's funny is like everybody kind of has the same growth. So you start off and you're terrible at it. And then like you have your first good scene. You're like, oh, okay, I got this. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you start like getting good and you start figuring it out. Mm-hmm. And then you go and see a team that's like really good. And then you realize just how bad you are. <laughs> so then you're back in the dumps again. <laughs> you're seeing all the mistakes you're making. So after you get up from the fetal position and sucking your thumb, you're like, I'll try it again. But maybe just in this closet. <laughs> <laughs> To my aunt Bertha's birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Nana, what I'm going to need you to do is put your teeth back in and pretend you're a bear. Yeah. That, can you do that? Growl. But, right, uh, they, the, the, the phrase oh, that somebody shit. told me once is that between like when you start and when you're good, you have to have a thousand bad scenes. All right. Mm-hmm. So it's really just about how often do you get to do it. See, yeah. but you see what's going on right I here. I can do that too. You guys are making me laugh, and I can't say it. The, we had this problem today. Is Something happened at work to, uh, to me, and I was saying the story to Rico, and I tried to repeat the story to somebody else, and it was so, it was so funny to us that we just started laughing like real hard in the middle of it like I, I don't know if i like i know i don't i don't think i could be on stage with you guys and like be serious no you'd be you'd be fine it would be good honestly i think what i think the other thing is if the the better the better performers you work with mm-hmm. the more their goal is to try and help you feel comfortable oh, there's right. no point and and this is something i had to learn the hard way mm-hmm. it's because when you transfer when you come out of stand-up and you're the only generator of right. comedy or the ideas or anything. And this was, you know, it's a note I've been struggling with for some time, which is you don't come in and try and bulldoze the other people. Mm. Don't try and right. come in and, and make them sort of the butt of your joke. Right. So like if they say something and then you try and cut on it, that's not going to be a good scene. It's going to end it. And you might get a little bit of a laugh. But the cool thing about, and this is something I learned from Gabe, is the cool thing about a good improv scene is it's that you can't control how much you're laughing at the very end when you start seeing things come back an idea that you know somebody said something at the beginning right. and it gets referenced at the back right. end of it you, you, like, you, yeah, like yeah, an Eddie yeah, Murphy yeah, performance yeah it really like, is he'll yeah. say some stuff at the beginning he's telling a story and you don't know where it's going and then all of a sudden he brings it back around at the right. end mm-hmm. and you're right. crying because you remember it but see that mm-hmm. I, I think of, what I think of doing that is like if I'm on stage and you guys are doing something and I'm trying hard to not laugh the pressure will build up and if I have gas something <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. But that's the thing. You'll and then we'll be like, "Hey, there's a monkey in the closet." Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll just roll with but it. But see, exactly what you said right there about how you don't want to cut somebody low. Right, that's right. How, that's how, that's that's what the little uh, classes that I've gone to on Lucky Butler. Yeah. That's what I've also learned, and right. that's what I brought here. Be like. Don't shit on someone's point. Right, right. It, it's it's always the yes and kind of thing. Yeah, but right. that, that's what you were kind of explaining. Yeah, right? yeah correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You. Wanna, I don't get that at all. You so, don't break balls or you don't. I mean, the way it works is like everything's literally being made up on the spot. So okay. if you come out and you're like, hey, you know, my dog is sick. And I say, you don't have a dog. That's a cat. There's <laughs> okay. nothing for us to build on because right. everything can be you've established that nothing is real. Right. Like everything can just be whatever you want it to be at any point. Mm-hmm. But if you say like, oh, my dog is sick. And I say, good. I've hated that dog since <laughs> the day you moved in. <laughs> What I've done is I've taken the initial idea of like your dog is sick, 
<laughs> and I've added, so that's the yesing, and then right. the ending is adding an extra layer to that. Oh, that makes so sense. So now all you have to do is respond to me saying, I've hated your dog since mm-hmm. you moved in. You dirty <laughs> son of a. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, and honestly, it doesn't even matter how you respond as long as whatever you No, you should always genuine. go with you dirty son of a. <laughs> I, that's my improv thing. rule number one start every line with go you there. dirty <laughs> son of a. <laughs> But the thing is, like, now it's in your court to sort of make whatever decision you want. Mm-hmm. If you really love the dog, you could be like, you start how dare you? Get this the- is my child. You dirty son you know? of a... And now, and now you're that guy. Or you could be like, I didn't know you hated the dog. Why didn't you say something? You know? And in reality, even though the, the subject matter seems to be about the dog, it's not. It's about right. this relationship. Right. right. It's about the fact that now it's all coming to the surface I don't like you and your dog and your dog's dog and everybody's <laughs> mad. And then that's what kind of fuels it. And then you can start exploring, well, what's, how's this relationship affect us in other ways? Right. You know, and that's what makes it kind of a cool yeah. collaborative. I, I did stand up like when I first moved out here. Oh, that must've been rough. It was. What'd you do? Stand up at? <laughs> what's that? What'd you do it at? Uh, I, I, I guess you've seen his show. Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, uh, and I'll be playing in a van down by the river. Um, no, actually, it was ridiculous. So I, a, a guy that I met through improv, um, he was moving one afternoon, and he introduced me to this buddy of his. And he's like, hey, I know that you want to get into stand-up, and Bob's done stand-up. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, you know, Bob's done some open mics. No, Bob actually is Bob Saget. Well, no, it's, it's <laughs> close. His name is actually his name is Bob Worley, and like he actually was uh, a touring stand-up with like um, Gary Shandling, oh, with wow. Tim Allen, Shit. with uh, he did shows with Seinfeld. He did stuff with. Um, Has he done like, anything with people we've heard of? Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, and and he actually. Um, there was a contest, I guess it must have been, you know, like late 80s, early 90s. And he was the, uh, it was for Showtime and he was the West Coast representative and Ellen was the East Coast representative. And of course she ended up winning and right. now she's a billionaire and Bob <laughs> lives down by the big boy. But um, <laughs> it's a nice area. And so anyway, so, but he and I started, you know, talking back and forth. And it's funny because Everybody, I think, automatically assumes if you're a stand-up that you kind of have my kind of I-never-shut-up personality. (laughs) If you didn't know he was a stand-up, you wouldn't. You probably think this guy is probably going to kidnap some children. (laughs) um, Which I'm not 100% sure he didn't do. But um, we started talking back and forth. And so he ended up saying, hey, uh, (laughs) I got this, uh, this, this friend of mine. He does this variety show every week or every month you want to come and, and perform some stand-up and I'd never done it mm-hmm. and I was a little bit nervous but I was like okay whatever he said it's not a very big deal and I couldn't have described how not a big big deal it was <laughs> and how it really felt like a, a variety show at a senior citizen center <laughs> <laughs> and old women were telling blowjob jokes and I was just like good what's happening here um, and so I ended up doing my set and what was so crazy is there was this this um couple and they had done a combo of like he played i think she played the xylophone and he played a guitar and it was really bizarre and they sang some joan baez song and it was really weird wow and afterwards she they come up to me and the, and the guy's like hey um did you do that on purpose and i was like uh the, the jokes uh, yeah and he goes i don't know the name 
And I go, what, what, what name? Well, you know, your name, it's, it's like the casino. And I was like, uh, no, no. Because <laughs> the casino is, is San Manuel, and I'm Sam Manuel. So if I was doing it, I suck at doing that. <laughs> and I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Wow, and they, then so he just kind of gave me this blank stare with a big, like, goofy smile. And he's like, okay. And I was like, all right, well, we'll see you, see you later, I guess. So they thought that was a highlight of the show. Right. And just my name. <laughs> your jokes blow chunks. But man, I was digging your, when you said your name, I was like, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's almost like the casino. Like, how terrible. Like, is your middle name Pachanga? Yeah, such a bad. <laughs> <laughs> New York, New York. So, oh, so ridiculous. So Sam anyway. is actually a really funny stand-up, though. I've seen him do it, a, you know, a few times, and I've seen him online. That must be yeah, scared yeah. shitless. I mean, I, I don't know if I could do that. Who, who are your stand-up heroes? Yeah, that's a good. Um, I really. Well, I mean, and, and it's so cliche to say, but I'm kind of I'm a storyteller, mm-hmm. and so I, Bill was the best. Bill Cosby yeah, was absolutely yeah. the best, and. Yeah. Because I watched, uh, there's a really great, I think you, uh, we watched it together, you, either you brought over the DVD for Comedian. Oh yeah, Seinfeld. the Comedian, yeah. And Seinfeld talks about, you know, he, he and um, Chris Rock have this conversation. Yeah, I, I respect both of them, they're I tremendous performers. Oh, is it the one where it's uh, Louis C.K., Chris Rock, uh, Seinfeld, and... Um, Chris, um, no. It's, it's four of them ta- just talking about... Yeah, yeah, that's the, the one I saw. Yeah, you know. Okay, I'm sorry. Go well, ahead. yeah, but it's similar. Yeah, I mean, I think they talked to um, Colin Quinn was in it. Oh, okay, and Jay yeah. Leno. Uh-huh. But Chris Rock and and and, um, and uh, Jerry were having a conversation. It's like, and Chris Rock said, "I just I just saw Bill. He just did two brand new hours. You know, really? and he's almost what eighty years old yeah, now, yeah. Or over that. And he did two hours, and this was maybe like five six years ago. Yeah, I guess, right. at, at this point." And he said, and it was like a big, I mean, for me, it would be big, like a, a, a 3,500 seat right. theater. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And he just, it Tore was it just up. all stories. Yeah, man. Yeah. And what, that, that's what, that to me, I, you know, because there's Stephen Wright and um, like, uh, yes. What was the, was the guy who passed away? Um, George Carlin? Mitch Hedberg. No. Mitch Hedberg. Oh, Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. yeah, and, and, um, and the, the, the kind of hipster guy with the, Dimitri Martin. Oh, so there's yeah. all just like punchline. I like how you pin, pin yeah. right <laughs> I'm sorry. I saw him in the street once in Santa Monica. And that's what you did? You're yeah, right. I was like, yo, hey. <laughs> hey, Schnaz McGee. Is that you over there? You see? I'm doing you. Uh, Gabe, what about you? What are your comedy influences? Uh, I love um, George Wallace is a great guy yeah. who I love. Uh, mm-hmm. He's super hilarious. Um, Jerry Seinfeld's another good one. Um, George, uh, you know George Carlin too. He's another guy who like every year wrote like a new hour, right. which is just like different than what everybody else does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even like Ray Romano. Uh, uh, what's the dude from King of Queens? Kevin, oh, Kevin Smith. Kevin. Oh no, James. No, Kevin James. Not Kevin Smith. <laughs> but I just um, he tries to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, if you hear me hit the floor, it's because this microphone keeps slipping. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, just thud. What happened? No, but I'm on the you, phone. Get, you get tighten it right here. Right okay, yeah, any, any of these comedians that make stuff funny that's not there it is. You inherently think funny. Being Indian, right, I'd be right. good with tech support. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Gabe, I'm saying. No, but like any comedian who makes things funny that's not inherently funny. Like Jim Gaffigan has like 
20 minutes on Hot Pockets. Right. No, right. so good. Where it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, like he's still talking about Hot Pockets. <laughs> and it's still getting funnier. Right. It's like he's as not he very keeps funny, going. he's funny. Yeah. He does his own inner voice. Yeah. Best. <laughs> Augie's going to play a clip from our... When we were younger, it's Eddie Murphy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Eddie Murphy. Oh, you know, oh, you know what? Gosh. Since we're yeah. talking about that right now, since we're talking about that right now, let me bring it up. Um, for uh, what is it? How many? Wh- when did uh, Delirious come out? Eighty four. Okay, around then. Yeah, I think eighty four. So, um, or which I mean, one was first, Raw or Delirious? Delirious. Delirious. Okay. Um, Delirious. I think it was eighty four. Is that when you were born, Augie? <laughs> when? <laughs> um, what What we uh, found out was uh, what was this skit called? Uh, oh, Texas. Um, what we found out was... Uh, it's, uh, I'm not going to be able to find it fast enough. There, I, there was always this point in that, um, that stand-up routine where someone says something in the audience. Oh, yeah, yeah. And no one knows what they said or got what they said. Oh, okay, right? yeah. And someone on YouTube actually subtitled and explained the whole situation. Oh, really? So 30 years later, we finally figure out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hilarious. What was what said. Well, it's funny. While you're looking for that, I was uh, I listened to the Jay Moore podcast. I hope you don't mind me plugging another podcast. No, sorry. <laughs> I have nothing to do with. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you son of a... <laughs> but, but they were talking about how Eddie Murphy doesn't do stand-up anymore. And mm-hmm. it's one of those things where he's been out of the game for so long and... Like delirium, all these things were such like iconic, iconic delirium. You know, delirious, by the way, sorry. for those of you who are keeping score, <laughs> it's on the screen too. I could have just yeah. read it. Uh, but uh, education in Readly, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but it's just that thing of like how how can he you know almost like how can he compare to his old stuff? Like he can yeah he can't just come out and exactly. do new stuff without being compared to right. himself, which is funny because a lot and that's of probably why he doesn't come out yeah exactly <laughs> okay lo- so oh, sorry, oh, yeah i was gonna say because a lot of people get compared to him nowadays right? yeah so how surreal is that if you're getting compared to the younger right thinner version of yourself, version of yourself. Right. Right. <laughs> okay so let me play this clip very really quick what this guy <laughs> hold on let me rewind it okay so but- this dude was like what the fuck's wrong with this guy <laughs> before that why don't you it wasn't that bad at all. I'm winded. I'm out of breath. I'm sweating and shit. Okay, so so check this out. So uh, basically, what happened is I'm gonna play it again, and what it says is it says um, I guess there was a you left out Eddie's best line though. Well, yeah, I'm gonna let it play again. I'm gonna play it again. So basically, uh, one of the the subtitles says that Mr. Mr. Rob is a bit Eddie used to do when he was um, what the fuck. Uh, Mr. Rob is a bit Eddie used to do, and the woman keeps on asking to do it in the show. And uh, some guy timed it perfectly and told her to shut up the next time she said it. It was it was funny because she he said shut up bitch right when he said right when she yelled out do Mr. Rob. <laughs> but the thing about this is is I had this on VHS mm-hmm. and I rewound it and rewound it and rewound it and tried to fucking figure out what the fuck he was saying because <laughs> it was a genuine moment in the in the in the right, time and I was right. like dude what the fuck is it let's hear it again yeah because Eddie Murphy drops the mic yeah he drops the mic so wasn't that bad at all. It's- 
I'm winded. I'm out of breath. I'm sweating and shit. <laughs> but, but listen, listen to what he says right now. Check out what Eddie Murphy says. Because <laughs> Eddie Murphy dropped the fucking mic. Uh, oh, dude, I can't really stand up. That's hilarious. Uh, round of applause. <laughs> He's having the crowd stand up for that dude. Check out what he says. Though. Listen. Y'all didn't know I was a ventriloquist, too. <laughs> Classic. But, yeah, I mean, it took us that long to, I mean, and we just... How, Randomly. The reason why we stumbled across this is because he... Uh, Rico challenges me on some stuff where I have to prove to him oh, that I know. So he, 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 he brought up this... That's the foundation of a good friendship. Yeah. Cut. He, he, you are a lying sack. <laughs> he brought up this part, and he yeah. was like, man, this part where he starts talking about Texas, this is what he says. And I was like, no, for a word, this is the joke that he right. said. And I recited it word for word, and he goes, that's not, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> and, and I was like, yeah, that's fucking right. Oh Next time you're my over gosh. my house, watch, we'll play it. Now you have to play it. Now we, no, uh, now, now we, uh, you have to play it. Now, now we, uh, what, what part was that? Well, um, Texas. I don't know. It's going to take me too long to no, find out. No, it was near the, where we were, I believe. Um, never mind. Go ahead. Uh, so anyway, so he said, ladies uh, and gentlemen, we're just happy that this is not 1992. Where <laughs> this would all be on tape. Yeah. And so, you just hear, but, but that's the whole reason why he, he said <laughs> yeah. he was like, no, the joke doesn't go that way. And I was like, yeah, it does. So when we were here, um, I played it and it was word for word what I said. No. So. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's um, the end of that. But story. On, on break recall, I'll pull it up so we can we can listen okay. to it again. But um, I just wanted to say thank you guys for being here. We appreciate it. And uh, hopefully, ho- hopefully can, you guys I, can I just point out though that I don't like how you're like, hey, on break, I'll pull it up so that I can throw it in your face again. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. No, he wanted me to play it right now, but I just couldn't find it. I just don't want. I don't, I don't want Rico to feel that I'm not paying attention to him. You ladies, if you're always, if, ladies, if you're wondering, there we go. You're if you're wondering what, what motivates you're your man, it's being right. That's it. Bottom line. Well, I'm not right that often. So when I am, you're gonna hear about it. <laughs> okay, so uh, Rico, uh, thanks for guys, thanks for coming, guys. So just, hey, thanks for having us. Hopefully, Absolutely. you guys come a lot more. So, but uh, Rico was asking me. I don't know if you guys noticed the washer and dryer that was outside. Yeah, yeah. And, okay, so yeah, because most people keep their washer and dryer right out the front door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so Rico was asking me uh, about the washer and dryer, but that story didn't happen with me. It happened with my cousin Isaiah. So you want to say that story really quick of how you got the washer and dryer? This is totally not funny, but <laughs> it's okay. I'll go, I'll go. Right. Hey, I will laugh. I guarantee that. <laughs> okay, so um, so I was sitting in my house and somebody knocked on my door and I, I opened it up and it was this really uh, short, stacked little girl. Not little girl. She was probably my age, about 20, 25. <laughs> and she uh, <laughs> that wasn't, a, wasn't a Girl Scout. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a stacked Girl Scout. <laughs> You want to buy some cookies and a washer and dryer? Yeah. Hey, girl, how'd you get over here on that Schwinn over there? Yeah. Pulling that washer and dryer. Go ahead. Yeah, no, so, okay, so anyway, she, she just asked me uh, if I could let her use my truck. 
and my to so move, I, right? I, to, to move some right. of her stuff from a storage shed back here. Wait, do you know her? She's no, our next no. door neighbor. Well, she's our next door neighbor. Okay. So, oh, right. okay. But she's dre- she was dressed like different than I had ever seen her, and I was like, "Is that like our next door neighbor?" I was questioning it in my head, but I was just like, "Yeah, sure." Before I even knew, she was, was dressed hotter than <laughs> usual, or just. She knows, no how to, she, knows how to, she knows how to get a truck. Yeah. What, I, what he was trying to say. Like, Excuse well, me, I just dropped this pencil. Can I run? I just throw my keys at her. Uh, no, so so she she asked me, and then I come back inside, and, and my wife's like, are you just giving away my truck? I'm like, no, no. It's our neighbor. They want to get some stuff. and she and, and uh, You let her drive your short. truck? No, no. Long story short, I I, en- I ended up taking taking uh, her and her boyfriend down because okay. her boyfriend was there, and of course she was the one who came over. Right. Not not him because of course not. He might have got to know, you know. Right. If he was dressed the way she was dressed. <laughs> yeah. He, he would have slammed the door. <laughs> he did put on hot pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had some skinny jeans. Lamed. Okay. Rolled, rolled up, nice shoes, everything. So uh, so so, so any, any, uh, anyway, I we put it in the truck. We got back here, and she was just like, "You know anybody who wants a washer and dryer?" And I I was like, "Well." As a matter of fact, I do because we have a washer that you can hear about three houses away of it just <laughs> clanking against itself. Because like whatever keeps it uh, stable as it's spinning is just totally busted. Nice. Oh. So he, I thought he you were washing tennis shoes in that. Nah. <laughs> so, so he basically get got... that skull out of there, man. That's just way too loud. <laughs> so, so he the got he, he got a washer and dryer as payment for helping somebody move. That's not you know bad. What I'm saying? Wow, that's not that, bad. No, Here that's great because it the story starts and it sounds like you're getting suckered in to uh, like be free labor right. and yeah. provide a vehicle. Yeah, but you end up getting a watch. See, you know, sounds like a good, good improv deed. story. Like that's the guy, karma, the, bitch. the guy yeah. and the girl right beforehand. Yeah. Who should go over there? I think you should. Yeah. <laughs> well, what if he doesn't like me? Well, then I'll come over. Either way, we're gonna get this damn thing. <laughs> one the, of us, one of us gets to get tight pants on ASAP. <laughs> but the thing about it is, is uh, I, we were supposed to have like a really big party tonight for you guys because we we're gonna take pictures. Frankie, the I was supposed to come over, but we had to cancel it because. Okay. He couldn't make it. So, uh, but I had put a note on her car and I said, Hey, this is, and I pointed, I drew an arrow to my name and I said, uh, your neighbor, please give me a call because I wanted to tell her, Hey, we're going to have a party. If it's loud, just you guys are number. leaving out the fact that she's hot as fuck. Yeah. She's hot as fuck, but that's not why I left the fucking, uh, note on her car. I, just, I assume that because he said yes to letting a person. <laughs> right. <spot laughs> yeah. No, wait, no, 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 no hold not on. hundred percent. He knows on. who she not is. Just, yeah. Not just let. He helped her. That's yes. right. he, it was labor and vehicle. She's like, I'd love to help you lift it, but this skirt is so short. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. While gosh. the wife is watching. Right. <laughs> That's a baller move right there. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Joseph's calling. Uh-oh. Shit. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's how we got the washer and dryer. I don't know if you, but that's how we got the washer and dryer. Yeah. Let's just say sundresses are an Achilles heel. Right. But, <laughs> for Achilles as well. There, there's, a, there's something else that happened to you the other day. Because I just got a phone call and that reminded me of. I don't like of, you bombarding me with no, having no, to tell no, stories. No, What's no, going no, on right no, now? No, I wasn't but, prepared for this. No, no, no. But there, there's something else that that uh, happened to you. You were getting phone calls. <laughs> you dirty. You, oh, okay, son. okay. I, I need a. I need a. So, um, so I get oh, some. Hold on. Who, before we go on, I'm gonna have Isaiah say this story and then I'm gonna call my friend back, Joseph, cool. because he's calling back. He's calling me because he has a story that he wants me to tell. So we'll we'll say Isaiah's story first, but it involves phone calls. Go ahead, Isaiah. Right. Okay. So. Same way, I get someone knocking at my door, but this time on my phone. And uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you 
that I don't, I don't know who the hell it is. It's just it's just some random number. It keeps calling me. It calls me like six times, and I'm thinking like, oh, am I behind on any payments? Do I want to talk to anybody? <laughs> and and that's, so I, that's how you know you're Mexican. Because <laughs> like when I see a number that I don't recognize, I'm like, is this a bill collector? <laughs> oh man, it might behind. be a Mexican. <laughs> I'm not even behind on my bills. You know what? You know you know what happens at my dad's house if somebody calls that I don't know. I think it's the court trying to get child support from him because that's happened before. <laughs> oh man. All right, so so I get a bunch of calls from this guy and I'm ignoring them and then. Uh, so this was throughout the day while I'm at school and then I come back home and around what time was it exactly it was 6.30 and I get a random text from the same number that was calling me earlier and it says nobody gonna be there waiting for it unless I hear for the okay from you mm-hmm. so, I, so I'm thinking like what should I respond to this guy say it again what did he say he said nobody gonna be there waiting for it unless I hear the okay from you okay <laughs> so I'm like what the fuck so I, I text back wrong number stop calling and then he text and then he texts back this not auto parts, Brian. <laughs> That's what I'm what? saying. That seems this, like the most logical response. <laughs> this not auto parts, Brian. Are what there? does that mean? I have no idea what that so means. So wait a minute. So I'm there and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Because he's reading it to me and I'm sitting down. I'm like, fucking respond to him. Say something crazy back. You have to meet crazy with crazy. You can't. <laughs> You can't just let it go. You right. know if you're taking notes at home, yeah. that's crazy with crazy. <laughs> and then, I just want to know why you're so rude to him. Oh, because it's, who calls like six times nonstop? Oh, it's it not a number they time. know. They never leave okay. a message. I'm just like, stop oh, okay. calling me, you know? Okay. <laughs> and then, the, okay, so yeah, the reason I say that too is I don't know the number for one. Get all those calls. And then I get a nobody going to be there waiting for it unless I hear the okay from you. Like, it just sounds like a shady text. I don't know what the hell that is. Okay, and you responded with right. what? Okay, so I, I respond back, wrong number, stop calling. They put, they put this not auto parts, Brian, just like that. <laughs> and then um, I, give, I give the phone to Augie, and he types in, I want me some white boy Tony. Oh yeah, oh, my and gosh. so, so this makes no what sense at all. Say? I said, I want to, uh, it's a long story about Tony, my friend Tony. Uh, some chick was trying to hit on him, and he, she, she kept on saying, "I want some white boy Tony." Oh. So I put, I put that on there because okay. you got to meet crazy with crazy. Right, you know, right. I, just, I, just I see you you're saying. crazy, yeah. and I raise you three crazy. <laughs> okay, so after that random exchange, I get what sounds like a threat. Weather's supposed to get chilly. Might want to dust out with your snow shovel. Oh my god! <laughs> Someone's gonna die. <laughs> Doesn't it? I'm like, dude, is someone gonna come by say and like again. do a drive by on my house right now? <laughs> say it again. Say it again. Say it. What did he say? Weather's supposed to get a little chilly. Might want to dust off your sn- snow shovel. <laughs> you dirty son of a. <laughs> okay. And then so I put so I'm thinking like okay and maybe I... he's talking about like maybe trying to meet up for some co- a cocaine drop or something. And I'm like bro I don't do or sell drugs. If yes! that's what these messages are about, please leave me alone. Yes! Oh my god! Yes. And then all of a sudden, in a change of heart, this is what he responds back with: "Wow, who is this? And goodbye. God no! bless you, son." <laughs> And then, okay, so. (laughs) Wait a minute, that's totally going the opposite way. He's like, you better get your snow shovel out, bitch. And then he says, Goodbye and God bless you, son. Oh my gosh. (laughs) He practically did the sign of the cross on my phone to me. Oh my gosh. And then, and then, uh, we go. Yeah, I know. I need a, a cross emoticon from now on. Um, okay, so me and Augie are laughing our asses off. I go running and tell my wife, and she's like, you know, maybe that's my uh, brother Joe's number. 
And I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, why would he be calling me? And I was just like, I don't know. He might just be trying to fuck with you. Like, he might have got your number and was trying to mess with you. So I put, is this Joe? And he immediately responds back, Joe Mom's sister. <laughs> yes. yes. He says, I see you're crazy and I raise it. I'm well, nuts. Doesn't your wife have Joe's number? Because my wife, we always just compare phones. We're like, oh, is it this number? Not yeah. respond oh. back. I want to say that this crazy. <laughs> Fuck. Like they were thinking that maybe he used a different phone because right. it definitely oh, wasn't okay. his number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, makes sense. But it was coming from the state that he's supposed to be in. Okay. So because he, he got to, he has to get rid of his phone. The state of crazy. They're being traced and shit. What yeah. state, state of is crazy? It coming from? State of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, what state is it coming from? I think it was uh, Missouri. Missouri, okay. So that it's, is it's, crazy. It's, oh, that's where I'm from. It's one of, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's one one of our homies. <laughs> so for the for the two guys from the great state of Missouri, yeah. I, don't, I don't know them. When you need to make <laughs> veiled threats, are they snow related? Yes, they're very <laughs> much <laughs> snow related. <laughs> better dust that off that snow. The number shovel, one <laughs> clue. Yo, you better put you better put that carrot on that snowman dial <laughs> before you get cold in that face. <laughs> That's a that's a very serious threat in St. Louis. Hard, hard threat. You're, wow. you're lucky to be alive now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when they start referencing precipitation, you're dead. <laughs> that is a death sentence on the street. I, I just can't explain how like weirded out I was. I just I really thought there was a drive by going to happen right oh there. Better yeah. dust off your snow shovel. I'm just glad you're just lucky you didn't get a duck. You know, like just duck, and then I've been like. <laughs> Does he mean foul or does he mean get on the ground? I'm, I mean, I want clarification if this is about to be on and popping. Well, so. What would what would somebody from Reedley, what would our threats be uh, through text message like that? It's I about, will get that about, grain belt and hit you in the face. I will throw this fucking grape at you. It's the nectarines get, are ripe. They're falling from the yeah. trees. <laughs> it's about to get over 110 degrees in here. It's... It's still weather related. Reedley's <laughs> uh, on the map. Raisins are coming. It's all fruit related, but it's just all fruit that, related. Yeah, but just like back in the day, that we I was talking to Rico about this. Oh, this is a perfect way to get into actually calling Joseph back because we were talking about uh, stuff that we used to do back home and going and right. going into the orchards and shit. You know what? Let me get uh, Joseph on the phone really quick. I'm gonna call him real fast. Um, cause this is a story about him. So let's see what's up. Hold on. You know Joe, right? Yeah, I obviously. Know yes. I know Joe. This motherfucker better pick up the fucking phone. Isn't He's that like, the same Joe? No. What? Send him a text. <laughs> no. Send him a text. <laughs> Send him a text. Like, Yo, Brian's at the mechanic. I will knock yo a. <laughs> Joe I'll Joe. see you at the Pet Boys, baby. Yo. Joe Joe, what's up, brother? What are you doing? Uh, I was chilling, man, watching the basketball game. Uh, who's winning? Who's winning? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> clearly. Clearly on top of the story. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Joe, who's playing? Well, while, 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 while I was watching the basketball game, I was enjoying myself some of my California's finest in my kitchen, so I kind of forgot to... You know, keep an eye on the basketball game. What is California's finest? Since this is a, a family-friendly podcast, we'll just say that that's yeah. uh, uh, some raisins. Actually, we're not. Okay. Uh, we're absolutely oh. not a family-friendly <laughs> podcast. Okay, so just to let you know, Joe can only hear me because I got a ghetto hooked gotcha. up. So if you ask him questions, I, okay. I'll repeat them so he right. can hear them. Joe, you can hear me just fine, right? Ask him if he has glaucoma. Yeah, hold uh, on one. Okay, yeah, I can hear you. Okay, good. 
All right, you got a little bit of time, brother? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, so um, you can jump in this story whenever you want, Joe. I'm just uh, actually getting to talk about the story because we were talking about pre- previously right now about... Uh, I just got into it how we were talking about uh, stuff that we used to do in the orchards, and I was explaining to Rico about that um, we used to go and uh, drink in the orchards, okay? And then he's, yeah. he asked me, Rico asked me, if uh, if I still go to the orchards and drink. <laughs> okay? And I was like, nah, man, that was a... That was- All the Los Angeles orchards. Yeah. <laughs> he was like... And I was like, nah, man, I don't, I don't go to the, the orchards and drink anymore. That was a high school thing. And then what'd you say, Rico? Thanks for putting me on the spot. <laughs> what did I say? He, he said, I said uh, a lot of shit. He Something said, about they allow underage people at the orchard. Yeah, he said, they, they let underage people into this orchard. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. Nah, dude, it's not a bar. It's not a, it's not a club. It's like the actual orchard. It's orchards that you go to. Orchards. Yeah, it's the oh, little yeah, orchard that you go to. You know what I mean? I know, but they let you sneak in. You have to sneak in. See, see, so nobody lets you sneak into yeah, places. You don't have to sneak <laughs> in. Then you're just anything. going. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, it's like they if, don't care. No, oh, no, no business. They care. Yeah, it, but okay. if you're discreet about where you're partying at in the orchards, you're not going to get caught because it's acres and acres of just land. And there's like a dirt road to go. And then you can like end up in the middle of f- uh, four different pieces of property that have a massive amount of acres. And everybody can just park there, bust out the beer, and then just drink right there in the middle wow. of trees and shit. So this is a story yeah, about... Yeah, yeah, you're good. You're good, like miles away from the main from the road. Yeah, you're miles road. away from the yeah. main road. Yeah, mm-hmm. so and so, if there's leaves on the trees, that's gonna deaden the oh, sound oh, oh, in and all directions you can't too. Hear yeah. That I mean, I've been in some shady situations out there <laughs> where you're like, oh, so we need to get the fuck out of here now. Anyways, but we have happened to talk about, you know, when we we got drunk and how we used to drink in the orchards. And I was telling Rico, I was like, man, you know what? I remember this one time that I went to, to drink, and it was after a. Uh, uh, choir performance. <laughs> Cause, Naturally. Because, Joe, you were in the choir, right? <laughs> <laughs> so he was in the choir. Very so, theatrical. So after the choir performance, he's like, everybody's like, hey, we're going to the orchard. And it was kind of crazy because you would have to go know, by like... <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you would have to uh like say landmarks like oh go hit that post and then make a left and then Damn. go into the right the the second dirt driveway <laughs> you know what i mean so like you kind of all had to like caravan over there to you're so like, you got to the right spot it's literally like yeah. you'll see a uh a, a shopping cart knocked over that's <laughs> yeah. how you know you're going the right yeah. way <laughs> <laughs> not like there'll be balloons out by the road <laughs> like that but okay so this uh, is- jimmy's gonna be bouncing this week so just look for jimmy <laughs> <laughs> okay so Joseph comes up to me and says, hey, man, we're going to go to the orchards and go party. I'm like, oh, are there going to be girls there? And then he's like, of course, you know, all the girls from the choir are going to go. And I'm like, perfect. Mm, Choir girls. We get there. (laughs) We get there. And uh, and if I'm wrong in any of this, Joe, or or if I got it skewed, just stop me and, and say that's not how it happened. But. Yeah. He, we get there, right? Well, and this, well, first of all, that was the only reason I was in choir. He's asking me, are there girls there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> well, uh, this is like when Joseph barely got his uh, car, like in the beginning stages of when he got his car. So I we thought act- you were going to say puberty. But- yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we get in the car, and then we drive to the orchards. Right when we get there, man, uh, I would say maybe about 15, 20 minutes into where we were going, I have a couple beers, Joseph has a couple beers, and then some chick, I start talking to some chick. We start rapping, and this is what I tell Joseph. I say, hey, Joe, check this out, man. I'm going to go a little deeper in these orchards right here real quick. <laughs> yeah, we are. Here we go. <laughs> okay, you kick back here. I'm be back when I be back. All right? <laughs> Get money. Right? Get- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't see him for a minute, dude. Yeah, so minute, we went yeah. out there. What did you tell her? <laughs> hey, baby, I got this orange peel I want to show you. <laughs> I got an orange peel I want to show you. No, 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 no. So, um, so we went in the orchards. Um, we were just making... Do you remember... Oh, no, we won't go into what girl it was. But we went into the... <laughs> no, no, let's say her name. No, no, no. <laughs> she might First, be last name. No, so we go into the orchards. How long, were we, how long was I gone for, Joe? I'd say at least 45 to an hour, man. You were gone for a long time. I mean, I was just Damn. 45 yeah. to it an hour. It might have even been longer. It seemed like a really long time. I think it might have even been longer than that because it's quite I left. I left. Joseph had drank two beers, tops. Okay. <laughs> I left and I came back. This motherfucker is shit face beyond shit face. Nice. And I was like, what the fuck happened, dude? Like, I, I, I was gone for a while, but I didn't think he would get that drunk because this is one of the first times we actually like started drinking when we were in high school. Okay. And I was like, what the fuck? So he is drinking. I'm like, nah, man, maybe you should stop. Like, just stop. And he's like, nah, fuck that. And so he keeps drinking and I don't drink, right? Because I know I'm going to have to drive. So we get in the car. You just left a girl in the woods? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> she found her way back. No, he, there was a windowless van. <laughs> he, he killed her. He killed her. Don't get me don't get him wrong. Yeah, don't get it twisted. It's episode she, she's gone. seven. Yeah. That's Fourth why season of CSI. That's okay. why you want to say her name. <laughs> CSI Ridley. Ridley. If you did lose a girl in the orchard, I think I found her with a friend. We were uh, we were having a bonfire out in an orchard, and we actually met two people that we never met before. Oh, just, yeah, they were just living in the orchard. No, they just they wanted cocaine. I think they just stopped. Yeah, like, yeah. you got cocaine at this party? Yo, you guys got a snow shovel out here? <laughs> okay, so anyway, so I tell Joe, I said, "Hey, man, let's get in the car and let's go home." And we weren't that far away from his house. And at the time, he lived in a uh, like a real big house with his mom and dad. It was real old Spanish style home, right? Uh, it was one of those houses that still had like a laundry chute that would you could throw laundry in it would go from the upstairs to the downstairs nice. laundry room. Okay, so we get in the car and we're rolling, all right? And halfway to his house, this motherfucker starts throwing up violently. Mm. Violently. That's what I like to hear. And I was like, dude, and he kept on like throwing up and throwing up, get back in the car and be like, man, I'm fine, I'm fine. And we would roll, pull the fuck over and like throw up more. And I was like, dude, we can't keep doing this because the cops are going to come. And, and they're, they're going to be able to follow the trail. And they're going to be right. <laughs> right. So I said, this is what I said. I said, just lay down. Here we go. And and open the keep the door real smart. Keep the door open and I'm gonna drive. And you can throw up. <laughs> okay? Rather than him rather than him laying down in the back seat, he puts his legs over my lap. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> he puts his leg over my lap and his chest is on the passenger side mm-hmm. seat, holding the door open, throwing up, but it's okay. making what? I do remember throwing up. I'm sure I was not fucked up. I do remember throwing up out the door while you were driving pretty much Half, if not the whole way, 
to my house. Yes, but, but do you remember I, the I'm reason sure, why you kept on? I remember my TV being like on your lap. <laughs> <I don't laughs> wait, maybe that's just wishful thinking. And <laughs> no, how about, I, I remember this comes story. out so many years later. No, no, but, I, I trust the memory of the guy who was so drunk. Exactly. <laughs> he agreed to hang his head out of a moving car to throw up. But do you remember why you kept on getting sick, Joseph? Because of, um, I think it was because you kept on looking at the road and it was just going so fast that it kept on getting sick. <laughs> I, I, I always thought the reason I got sick was because I had a motion of sickness. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so he was is, sober, but it was motion sickness. Yeah. <laughs> so this is where it gets good, Isaiah. Check this out. So we roll up to his house, right? And it takes me fucking forever. I, I, I muscle him out. I get him out of the car. And he has a two-story fucking house. And he's on the, his room is on the second story. And his mom's room is kind of by his room. Uh-huh. They share, like, there's a wall. Mm-hmm. His bathroom is on one side. And his mom and dad's bathroom is on the other side. Their bathrooms are only connected with the laundry chute. Like, you know, oh, so yeah, they can yeah. both go down, right? right? But there's a door to get into his parents' room. I hustle him up the steps. And he's like, hey, I'm good. I got it all out. I'm okay. I need to go to the restroom. Famous last word. Yeah. I need to go to the restroom. And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. I go go to the restroom. I'm, I'm going to get ready for bed. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Oh, you were staying at his place. Yeah, I was staying okay. at his place. So then I, I slip into something a little bit more comfortable. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, it couldn't get more comfortable than his <laughs> knees on your nuts, but whatever. I like where this story's going. Yeah. Okay, so... So then, like, 15 minutes go by, and I'm like, what the fuck? 20 minutes go by, and I was like... <laughs> and then a half hour goes by, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I, I knock on the door, and I go, hey, Joe, what's up? And then this is what you hear. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I go, Joe, Joe, and I can't knock that loud because his parents' room is right there. Right. And I'm like, Joe, 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 what the fuck? And he just heard... <laughs> Right, and he's like out cold, right? Sure. I was like, "What the fuck?" So you know, I'm not that smart. I'm in high school, so I'm like, "I gotta get this motherfucker out because if he stays in the bathroom, his parents wake up right. and hear him. Something's gonna go down. They're gonna he's, burn the orchard to the ground. He's gonna, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna get in trouble. I, I can't have that on my watch. You know, he's my friend, right? Right, right, right. This is what I do. I'm like, well, I know there's a laundry chute that connects the bathrooms. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be good. I tiptoe. Open up his parents' bedroom door. Sure you did. Slip into their restroom. <laughs> open the door that is to the, the dun, laundry chute. Exactly. Dun, and I crawl. I crawl from his parents' restroom mm. through the laundry chute mm. into his. That's a big ass laundry chute. It, it was. Well, I was. I was a lot skinnier than I am right now. You know what I mean? So I could fit in it. But I get in there, right? Mm. And this is a scene that I see. Pants down. Sitting on the toilet with a fucking uh, trash can in the middle of him, and he's asleep on his knees, snoring the fuck off, just <laughs> right. And, I'm, and, I'm, and I, and all my glory, and all his glory, dude. And I, and I just tap him on the shoulder. I say, Joe. I'm glad you said shoulder. Yeah. Right? yeah. I say, Joe, get the fuck up, dude. What are you doing? And he's uh, uh and like he falls. Yes, he does. He falls. Yes, he does. And I'm looking at him like, oh god, what do I do now? You know uh-huh. what I mean? And oh wait, then, he's still asleep this whole time. 
like he like I startled him oh, and he fell. Right. Okay. And he's on the floor. <laughs> then he went back to sleep. He fell off the toilet. Right. Yeah. So his pants are down. Yeah. Like he's off the toilet. Right. Pants down. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do now. And it just got worse because he goes. Oh my god! And then like he like gets up and he needs to throw up again, so he puts his head like by the toilet, right? <laughs> but he's this is the picture that I'm trying to get to you guys. So his pants are down, his head is on the toilet. He's trying to throw up in the in the uh, toilet. toilet, but he's his doing face it so violently that it's flying right past the toilet. <laughs> that he takes a fucking shit right in front of me, oh. dude. And I was like, <laughs> And I was just like, damn. Beautiful. I don't yeah. know what to do here. What is, wow. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Wow. So you stuck him through the laundry so, chute. <laughs> do you, okay, what happened next? Do you remember what happened next, Joe? Did you help him, White? Uh, I, I, you helped me to uh, my bed. Yeah. You, no, this is what then, happened. And so you, like, like a fucking good best friend you are, fucking went and you cleaned uh, up the bathroom. Hold on, hold on, hold I on, Joe. Cleaned up, you know, after myself. Whoa. As far as I remember, anyway, actually, this is all from hearsay. I actually don't remember this part of the story. Okay, but so what happened uh, was, then, did you uh, did you have dogs? And then what I remember most is <laughs> honestly the last thing I remember is throwing up by the Big side dogs. of the road as you were driving home. Uh-huh. And then the last thing, and then after that, the last thing I remember, or the next thing I remember, is. My mom walking in the bedroom. And wait a minute, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Well, yeah, yeah, basically yeah. it happens. Yeah, well, well basically it happens. Augie walks me to my bedroom, lays me down, you know, tucks me in, you know, and then uh, and then goes yeah, back, takes care of business in the bathroom, comes back, lays down, everything's finally cool. This is probably like three, four in the morning by this point. Right. My mom gets up. Uh, by this point, she had to have heard a lot of crazy like moaning and shit from me. <laughs> <in the bathroom>. <laughs> <laughs> Which she was probably just afraid to go to the room and see what they were doing together. Like. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, and then, uh, she, so she turns on the light. No, no, no. So what happened was, yeah, Joe is exactly right. I told him to pick his pants up. I cleaned up all the stuff that was in in there, everything. Oh everything, gosh. to throw up everything. Oh, but I cleaned it up with his mother's uh, favorite towels. Oh. So I got his mother's oh. towels. I, good towels. I got them, and I just dumped them in the dumpster outside. You okay. couldn't tell by the monogram on them? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, I put Joe in bed, just like he said. You but what, never I, used a good towel. I know. <laughs> but what happened was, right when he hits his head on the pillow. He wakes up. Boom, the light turns on. And oh. this is what happens. This is what his mom says. Joseph, are you drunk? And I'm laying on the floor, and I'm like, just, all you got to say is no. Right. All you got to say is no. And this is what he says. Yeah, there it, is. there it is. That's what I like to hear. And I was like, "This motherfucker, dude!" And then I just kept on thinking, like, "Dude, my parents are gonna hear from his parents, and I'm gonna get in trouble because we were partying." He got drunk, and then you know, but it was quite the opposite when uh, his mom saw me in the morning. She was very grateful because I actually drove his her him home and took care of him. So. Did, Did you tell ex? her about the no, towels? I, I, no, I said, I said he, he, had, he had a little accident. And I said that I had to use some of the towels and I just threw them away. And she goes, that's fine. Did yeah, she actually, yeah. why do you came through in her, walk through her room? Oh, she doesn't know that part. 
Oh, she knows. She doesn't Until know. Until she listens yeah. to she this podcast. Yeah, yeah, right? And she's going to hear this podcast and be like, that mother. <laughs> <laughs> son of a. That dirty son, son of a. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, everything is accurate, right, Joe? Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Wait, double check uh, with the crying part. <laughs> oh, was it double check with I, the what? It's a double check with the crying part. The crying part. <laughs> but uh, I love jo- the fact that it's a story where you get ass and he's shitting on himself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Joe, I just want to say thank you for letting me say that story, brother. Thank you, yeah, Joseph. Let me just, uh, yeah, no problem. Let me just say uh, the only reason... Or like one of the main reasons I, I made Augie my best man is so that he would never let that story out. <laughs> <laughs> and he never has. Oh, yeah. oh man. And yeah. it's safe with me. Yeah, yeah. stuff on the internet. People yeah. forget stuff on the internet all, all the time. The time all, the, all the time, dude. All right, John, I'm gonna let you go, brother. Thank you. Yeah, hey, uh, just uh, keep up the good work, guys. I appreciate. It. I love the podcast. I love it. Since on my commute home from work, and uh, just keep up the good work, guys. Love it. All right, brother, man. Thank you. All right, man. Appreciate Thanks. it. All right, later. All right, just- yeah, but that's that was a uh, crazy ass fucking night, dude. I remember that shit like it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. But all right, guys. So what we're gonna do right now is we're gonna go ahead and take a break, and then after uh, the break, we will go ahead and get into the news. All right. All right, welcome everybody back to the late night, early morning show. We just got back from break. Uh, that was an interesting story that we just ended with. Uh, you said that you uh, saw somebody take a shit too, though. On the <laughs> <laughs> Gabe, let's all share those. I, uh, well, In Hollywood, no, you said right. No, he said. I mean, you never, didn't help him pick it up. But I didn't I help saying, him pick him up, but it was more of like it's a homeless guy, you know, behind a dumpster, and you kind of look in the alleyway. And it's more of a like a excuse me, can I have some privacy? I'm trying to take a dump in public, hey, buddy. This is a dumpster. Get it? <laughs> it was Sam. <laughs> but you said too, Rico. You seen? I keep it real on like the street. That. Or no, just something similar to that. I saw a homeless person. Oh yeah, in San Francisco. It was too nasty to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> That's pretty nasty. There, there was he shared it during the break, though. Let me tell you. <laughs> Vivid. There Vivid. was a story when I was living in San Francisco about a girl who always went to a specific bus stop uh-huh. and would take a shit there. Like so, and people like, just like her, like her morning dump. Her. Yeah, it was like her morning dump. Something was gone. She was something was wrong with her. But people started knowing that that's what she's going to really? do, so they kept putting <laughs> cameras on her. So it's like uh, there's probably hundreds of videos on the internet somewhere. Hold on, guys. Well, crazy, crazy, crazy if we're going to start, shit. if we're going to have this conversation, then I just need to <laughs> chime in. Um, <laughs> so I knew these guys from Colorado, <laughs> and, and their art, their you know, the medium of art was crap, and. Uh, <laughs> They decided once that they... uh, They literally used crap. Let me explain exactly how this went down. (laughs) So they had rented a video from Blockbuster, and they kept getting the letters, and they they swore up and down, we'd already sent it back, quit sending us these letters, and then Blockbuster, their local Blockbuster, just kept sending them letters and saying now you know you guys are now up to like two hundred dollars for this video (laughs) for this vhs video video (laughs) made out of pure gold and you didn't rewind (laughs) they decided that their retaliation was that they both were going to dump in a trash bag for a week 
the two brothers and then they uh the one knew how to make dry ice bombs have you guys ever heard of dry ice bombs no. when you yes. say brothers you mean black people no 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 <laughs> caucasian brothers not brothers and so the they white guys who think they're black right. gotcha. they wait what's a what's an irish car bomb what would you say a dry ice a dry bomb. ice bomb <laughs> i think we all know what an irish car bomb is okay go on a dry ice bomb is if you take if for kids at home, if you take dry ice and you uh, you break it up and you put it in a two liter bottle, if it's empty, it'll take about two hours and it'll explode. And it's a pretty loud explosion. Okay. If you put water in it, it does it faster. Anyway, these guys took this, uh, you know, this bag of fecal matter, uh-huh. and the night, like I don't know, maybe four in the morning, they drove up to the Blockbuster and they dropped a couple of these dry ice bombs in the bag and they leaned it up against the window. And the next morning on the way to school, they're driving by, and this guy was like squeegeeing oh, there oh, off the wow. side of the blockbuster. Were they were they Muslim? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they had any affiliation that I can. They were Chechen. Were they radical? Too soon. Too soon. Okay, you ready, brother, for the news? Yeah, let's do it. And now, the man that thinks he knows everything. All right, it's me again, Isaiah. I read news apps, so you don't have to. And our first story (laughs) in music is Chris Kelly, the Mac Daddy of the Criss Cross 90s duo, uh, passed away. We are waiting for an autopsy to be done. But authorities have said, released, that it's probably due to a drug overdose. I heard it was a speedball. <laughs> How did you hear that? <laughs> they have the I same was, dealer. I was there. <laughs> no, I heard it was speedball. Day. I'm glad you clarified. I thought, it, I thought it was R. Kelly. And then I was like, that made me want to jump, jump. <laughs> so that's the reason why we've been uh, putting that music up. Right. And we did our normal intro over uh, Jump Jump. And uh, something I just found out from reading the story was that they are part of So So Deaf and one of Jermaine Dupri's first endeavors. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. That's sad. Gabe, if you didn't know that, now you know. Now I know. Thank you. Are you so are you throwing it to me so I can make fun of the dead? <laughs> no, no. He, wants you to, he wants you to pour out a little of your Gatorade for me, jerk. Come on, you're a professional. Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. Improv the man's funeral is what he's trying to say. Uh, no, but I mean, I don't know how uh, how funny this is, but... Classic opening statement. No, but I mean, I was This reading, could be in poor taste. This, but, no, 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 no. I'm not trying to make a joke about it. I just I was reading up about them and just uh, the fact that they wore their clothes backwards, like where that came from, and they were just in you know, when they were getting started, they were in the the meeting and they just said, "Hey, we got to do something that's different." So they put their pants on backwards, went to the mall, and everyone kept looking at them. So they're like, "Oh, well, this will draw attention." Yeah, I wore my pants backwards when they. I mean, I went to school, worked that way. <laughs> <laughs> Where, where shit, I, I like the silence. <laughs> Me and Augie did that today. Yeah. <laughs> In remembrance. In kids, remembrance. kids everywhere. Because I'm trying to remember something, Mom. Give me back my But that was, I mean, they were. Because they're basically. Wait, how do you know that? How do you know that? Don't get mad at Gabe, man. Oh, you just read it. I read it. In the article. 
I, I, did, I did send him Rico a- immediately <laughs> believes nothing. <laughs> First thing out the box, my name is Sam Manuel. Uh-uh. Yeah. No, your name is San, S-A-N, man. Yeah, like come in here, Lion. Prove it. <laughs> Look it up on the interweb. Show me your papers. Yeah, dude, I sent him the script, so they, they had the... Oh, article. I didn't read it. <laughs> okay. Well, I prepared minutes before we went live. That's so. impressive. <laughs> that's, the only way, that's the only way to do it. All right. Uh, in more sunnier news of uh, the music industry... Uh, I don't know who Calvin Harris is, but apparently he's I didn't hot know shit either. Because he just broke <clears throat> Michael Jackson's record for the most amount of number one hits released off of not one number album. one uh, top ten top ten sorry top ten sorry it must be like number ten because I've but, never heard of this guy either. <laughs> <laughs> but this he's one a, this one album he beat each it. song oh, so, is top one, number ten. <laughs> <laughs> he's a DJ and a producer. DJ uh, producer. He's like house music. Calvin Harris, he had, I mean, if I were to, help, go ahead and talk. Go ahead and play. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Michael Jackson held the record before with Never seven top tens. <laughs> Never heard of him. And he did this on two albums back to back. Yeah. This guy, I don't, I, I don't even know where he came from, but he's got, he's got these eight. He just, he just made a, what's that? He's from England. Okay. He's a DJ from England. So he's not technically Damn foreigners an foreigner taking our jobs. <laughs> Uh, what he did tweet immediately after, or on the same day that he broke the record was, I'll never dance, sing, or be an ultimate musical legend as and icon like Michael Jackson. But he didn't know anything about side-chaining, so it all balances out. Which and I have I no, idea. no idea. No idea. Didn't care to look it up. I mean, I have the internet at my fingertips. <laughs> Gabe? <laughs> he seems I, uh, to be the expert on most things. I did happen to I, do some research. I skipped a couple articles. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you why this whole thing is garbage. First of all, back in the day, you know, like to get a Michael Jackson record, you had to do some work. Yeah. You had to get out of your house, <laughs> right. ride exactly. your damn swing up to the record stop with the money you stole from your mom's purse. You had to do. You had to put some work in. Right now, these kids roll out of bed onto their computer and accidentally download this dude's song, and it's a number one. <laughs> Another kid brother. <laughs> so, such gar. It's not even his music. It's well, DJ he, music. He, he wrote Jump Jump. Sorry, this is him. I can see why he's uh, broken the record. You played the only wanna, song that's not top 10. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Hold on. Here's some of his lesser known hits. Here's his B side. <laughs> By B side, I mean he's a B side. Okay. I, I, all right, I don't know what. All right, we literally to... listen to four seconds of his music, and we hate his guts and want to stomp him into the ground okay. and say, "Don't talk about Michael Jackson, you jackwad." Okay. He did a song with Rihanna. This is a uh, kind of one of his more famous songs. But see, nobody's... He didn't even play an instrument. I don't know because I don't do ecstasy, so I'm not sure <laughs> yeah. what kind of music he... I know you don't do it because you don't have that tone uh, that ecstasy users have. Oh, they all talk yeah. soft and... Oh, they have a tone? And... Where's yeah. my pacifier? Play the Rihanna song. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, what, what's was that, was that legitimately it? his song right there? Yeah. One of its top hits? These are his... Uh... It can be one of the top hits. <laughs> Sam, I think you're onto something. I think you that managed to find wrote, every non-hit he's made. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I think Joel, the, the iTunes it. wall 
is like a self-perpetuating cycle. Like exactly. if someone gets one top ten, they're gonna be on the on the little front page of. Uh, By the way, all you got is gonna buy their songs. All you got to do is go to every other internet cafe if you're Calvin himself and just buy it under Ghost. Right, like your own. You could just do that. I could, I could sell more uh, records tomorrow. <laughs> I go rip a fart in a mic and then just download it a seven million times. As long as it's got a good beat. Well, <laughs> you've heard my guess. I keep song it. Too. I keep it gully. Whatever. Which one is it, Rico? There's a Nia song. There's a Rihanna song. But what's the Rihanna song? We found love. But wait a second, though. Are you telling me that none of his no. number one hits are his no, music? No. Oh, okay, okay. It he gets famous artists to uh-huh. do and he they release it on their albums uh-huh. and make it a hit and he releases it on his album but you know it was mostly him not this Rihanna. song yeah exactly <laughs> have you heard this song i've heard of know. this song this is almost like if i recorded an episode of leave it to beaver and then played it on my channel that i made on the computer and like hey guys i've heard this song i mean but here's the thing though so if he's getting famous people to play his songs and they're becoming number one hits, I mean, there might be some legitimacy to this because a lot of big stars, like Rihanna doesn't write all of her own songs right. and not all of her Almost own none songs of yeah, are going you know, top 10. Right. So You're saying none of Rihanna's so songs? I'm not saying none of, I'm saying not She's, all of her songs go to a top 10. So More than half. <laughs> Again, listen, I don't, I don't, I don't do ecstasy, so I don't really <laughs> listen to a lot of Rihanna. Again, again, Rico, if you, he doesn't do ecstasy. Stop okay, trying to get sorry, And neither does he like hitting women. <laughs> oh, no. Ooh. But a good woman who could take a punch. Wait, this really, really goes off. No, I was early. Sorry. No, it's right here. <laughs> okay, now. There it is. Get into it, Gabe. <laughs> So okay. let me get let me anyway. get this straight. Wait, you Go got glow sticks? His, his, <laughs> his talent is essentially making mixtapes like I did right. in 87, exactly. where I had to listen to the top eight at eight and make sure I turn it off in between commercials. Yes. <laughs> Shouldn't have went into yeah. And then I'm going to put that out under my own label, <laughs> and now I'm the most successful artist of all time. And you're doing okay. improv. What did you What did you do? I just want to make... <laughs> I just want to be clear that the world is being lied to to its face. And I'm like, this guy is awesome. Jack Someone Mark. made the point that actually Michael Jackson could have put out a, lot, a lot more singles than he did. He but, He's still going well, to. And- I mean, Tupac's been dead for two decades, and he just dropped seven albums. <laughs> he's still going All to. Number one and, and Michael Jackson had a small hand in writing you know, some of his songs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like all he of performed them. all of them. <laughs> he was dating Elliot Gould, though, the famous. Elliot Goulding? Gould. <laughs> also an ecstasy user, but. Wow. <laughs> This is a this is a girl. Oh, okay. Hold on. I thought he was. Da- I thought he said he was dating oh, Elliot not, Gould, not the comedian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like first of all, Elliot Gould is like eighty-seven. Yeah. And a dude. And a dude. That's why the story is so magical. Listen, I'm not trying to judge, but if you're the number one DJ in the world, and you think you could score someone other than Elliot Gould? Okay, next one I do. All right. So in celebrity news, the family that you probably. Either hate to love or love to hate, whatever you want to call it. The Kardashians. Who's this? There's a new. (laughs) There is. Uh, One more time. The Kardashians. (laughs) Got it. Okay. So they have a little, a little, another little controversy that they uh, self. uh, 
I, latest I'm, controversy. Yeah, like just new controversy they, they make up on their own. So they Kim Kardashian decided to take a video of her little sister, who's 17, legal in a few states, I'm sure. And California too, right? Gotta love Kentucky. Tell I don't know what is, what is age of consent. I think it is fine. Can we just say that Kim Kardashian became a pedophile? Let's just say that, <laughs> let's just say that none of us in this room are old enough but to say. Well, seventeen's close. I don't even yeah. want to comment on this news story because the last time I checked, fifteen will get you twenty. It's it's. it's <laughs> It's pretty obvious that this Sam, this girl, uh, Kendall, Kendall Jenner. Sam, that ass is perfect. You're not going to hear anything from Sam, <laughs> San Manuel tonight want- about this. <laughs> That's because you've never seen Sam's. I will follow it up tomorrow. <laughs> Drop chair okay. so we can compare. Yeah, yeah, go, ahead, go, go ahead and play it. Okay. There's, there's no doubting that she is the hottest of all the sisters. Oh, yeah, look, at this look at this body. Oh, my gosh. And my little sister, Kendall my? Jenner. Me? No, I just said oh. Kendall Jenner. I said, how yeah. how jealous am I? I'm just saying I'm so jealous of You're her quality. That's the voice of I'm Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Kendall, don't worry. I won't call you too skinny. I know you get offended. But I get called too fat. So I'm just saying this is, yeah, it is kind of creepy. But I'm just jealous and she's a mom. Don't hurt your net, Rico. So tall. She said... She, oh, wait, wait, wait. Keep, keep going, keep going. Oh, sorry. Keep, keep going. going. So tall is what you're really jealous about, please. Oh. So, I feel dirty just watching. The yeah. next yeah. sentence out of her mouth was, "I have a van, <laughs> no windows, and some chloroform. <laughs> Let's go to the mall." Kendall, who's hmm. been missing now? For, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. Like, well, see, yeah, it's, it's one it's, thing. It's one thing to be a whore yourself. I've said it all. Because, <laughs> I mean, Kim Kardashian, Kardashian is like. I mean, when you get famous because like oh, you're porn. in a porn, basically, like you can't deny that you're a whore. Now she's trying to make her little sister a whore. Mm-hmm. She said it like there's something wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like, you can only be a whore Brought for so by long Sutter Hill. before your whore, like your whoring days, are on the downslope. Right. You know, and like pregnancy is like the beginning of the fall for the no, whore. No, you don't understand so how she's it works like in a whore family. Pregnancy, pregnancy she's is the going, fall of the whore. She's going, <laughs> she's going from cure to pimp. Exactly. So this is her advertisement <laughs> video. Exactly. She's yeah, well, we talked about another story where uh, there Hulk is Hogan another. Oh, yeah. Did, oh, tweeted a picture oh, of his my. daughter. No, I've seen a video of him putting sunscreen on his daughter yes he's wearing like a thong and he's basically rubbing up her butt to make sure that like oh he's taking care of his little girl man no (laughs) i'm gonna get it down in here brother (laughs) (laughs) what are you gonna do when the sunscreen gets slathered all over you Dad, yeah, this, is, this is where we need Daryl on the mic. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's got a good Hulk Hogan. Yeah, we'll have him do a Hulk Hogan when he comes out on the podcast. He's a great dad, by the way. Who, Daryl? Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, because the first Darryl thing too. he thought to himself was, "Let me date the girl that looks like my." Exactly uh, right. Shit. So, but so did the mom too, right? The mom yeah, got exactly. a younger that dude looked that kind of like the, the son. Yeah. And the son was in jail for killing his friend. Yeah, oh, it's a good. It's a good. It's a good family. Good family. I like it. <laughs> Better than Kardashians. And, well, <laughs> all right, next, brother. In my next segment and first domestic terrorism report, <laughs> a 16-year-old girl was arrested Too and expelled soon. from her high school 
after a friend called a science project gone bad, resulting in a small explosion. Now, I have some concerns about the legitimacy of her of her alibi. She says that it was a science project gone bad. She said that to her principal, and then her principal reported that. Oh, no, sorry. Her science teacher reported to her principal that there was no science project that needed to be made. <laughs> another, an, <laughs> another issue I have with this story. Well, she muzzled. curricular. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> and then another issue I have with the story is that she was mixing household chemicals. When do you ever mix household chemi- chemicals in chemistry? Don't you, like, mix pure Wait, is she... Chemicals? Is- is this the who the guy that uh, Breaking Bad is based on? I know, right? That's like the, the true story. That's right. That's right. The true story. He's just here. I, I, Rhonda, I totally tried to make math, but didn't work, but I blew something up, so let's take it to school. <laughs> I do have a quick uh, uh, chemistry explosion story. What's up? Uh, oh, cool. So in, in college, uh, I, I foolishly was going to be a science major before I you know, realized I didn't get good grades in sciences. And so, in my second sem- uh, chemistry class, the final was we were given a solution and we had to separate all the components. And so everybody's solution was different, so you couldn't really cheat and like write down stuff at the end. And right. you had to turn in a mixture that's now like five or six different things at the end. And so, and there's no talking the whole time. Like if you talked, you automatically failed. So isn't that how most tests work? <laughs> Get on seven, bro. He's like that fucking Nazi. No, no, no. Here's why that's important because at a certain point they warn you that the mixture is very acidic, and then you have to run it over a flame to help things separate faster because you only have a little minute. Okay, I don't care about science about science at all. So the I'm, person, I'm I'm so the person next to me. Is like going a little too fast over the flame, and their beaker just explodes out this acid. And I'm standing next to him, and it just lands all over my arm. And I'm looking at the teacher like, I want to say, what do I do? But I don't want to fail. So right, like, right. you're trying to mime it? I'm like, <laughs> so I'm just like. This is awkward. He's just like yeah, pointing at the sink. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just run water over this acid and hope. I don't get an acid burn. But I couldn't, like, the, there was, he, he. He honestly didn't care. Like I could tell, he didn't really care. He was for doing those that at home. Little... Gabe is missing an arm. <laughs> <laughs> Nubs Trevino. <laughs> My nickname in high school. Yeah. Oh man, for a whole different reason. I've never taken a chemistry class, but can't water be terrible with certain things too? Like, didn't you no, yeah, risk yeah. Of... If you if you were to add um, water or acid to water. Or... Well, if you add... Um, My chemistry lessons from okay, Bible. This is great, great podcast. So if, you, <laughs> so if you have a big like vat of acid and you throw in a little bit of water, it'll actually become explosive because what happens is the acid has a lot of extra hydrogen atoms and then it's breaking the water apart to grab the extra oxygen atoms. Why, Gabe? And then Why? it becomes explosive. <laughs> well, you see, <laughs> water is considered... For everyone with the Federal Bureau of Investigation <laughs> that will be liter- liter- listening to this podcast later and bringing us in for questioning, water my name is San Manuel <laughs> the Casino. Only- Look, the closest person the closest person who's from the Middle East is Sam. <laughs> so if anything bad happens. So true. <laughs> wow. Anyways. Uh, okay. All right, so I'm I, darker. I've been frisked. <laughs> and I, then she was like, Hey, come on over. <laughs> By Hulk Hogan. Right. 
Um, okay, so I, I said the story with uh, my skew. If you believe this girl, Kiara Wilmot, is a uh, d- deserves some support and to not be expelled from school, which she was from this incident, uh, you can go to change.org and find her uh, petition. It has fifteen hundred. Don't know how many she needs, but I it just sounds too fishy to me. I don't know. There's they want you to sign a petition to not get her expelled from school. Yeah, to get her back into school. Mm. Like, she, I, she, I mean, uh, I, I tried so I hard to get out of stupid. school. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Is go she hot? Is she, <laughs> is she hot? <laughs> no. uh, is she, I need uh, to get she, that. Don't ask no questions. Does she look uh, like she is 17? She is 17. I mean, is she is she is she tall, skinny Kardashian? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so is it okay if I take the next one, Isaiah? Yeah, sure. Go for so it. So Reese Reese Witherspoon's video finally came out. Do you know you guys are familiar with what, what uh, happened? Do you know who I am? Yeah, let's let's play it really quick. Cause you're gonna find. Hey, my daughter's out. not sleeping at night. Go ahead, turn around, boy. <laughs> you're under arrest for DUI. Sorry, to maintain your own. say this happened to my fucking uncle Rodney <laughs> not his regular uncle later, <laughs> this shit Don't happened to twisted. my uncle Rodney and <laughs> this fucking uncle <laughs> there's a distinction I'm sorry it didn't go down this way <laughs> what, what happened to him you know what happened to Rodney <laughs> oh that's was, uh, was he of royalty <laughs> let's just say he's dead now not soon enough. You ready? You don't, do you have a new outro or what's up? No. You were said um, you were gonna say the thing from the text message. What? As your outro? I don't remember. Oh. Okay, well, I don't even remember which which. Snow uh, shovel. Do you, no. even tell, no. do you even talk to Isaiah? <laughs> He's like shocked I, by everything. <laughs> He's shocked by everything I say. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
<laughs> I don't know you're gonna talk to me on the I, podcast, bro. Right? So I, I think we were drunk when we decided this is my new outro, but let's just let's we're just doing improv, ladies and gentlemen. Get with it. <laughs> Weather's supposed to get a little chilly. Might want to dust off your snow shovel. Oh, another St. Louis reference. <laughs> <laughs> All right, baby. Shit. I need to say chilly instead of chilly because chilly <laughs> fucking me up. But that's what he wrote it. <laughs> you put an accent over the E? Chile. <laughs> uh, ma'am, I'd like a bowl of Chile. <laughs> Hold the cheese. No, I'm not Mexican from Chile. It's <laughs> not so. Um, so, what I wanted to do right now, we already talked about Eddie Murphy. Um, I wanted to kind of get into the improv stuff a little bit more with you guys. Um, if uh, if you guys wanted to, let's let's take a real quick break so we can uh, kind of go over what we wanted to do, and when we get back, we'll go ahead and uh, have a little game. Okay? I'm not a mechanic, Brian. There's <laughs> <laughs> so many photographers in this day and age, and that can make it overwhelming to pick a quality photographer at an affordable price. Whether you're an aspiring actor, comic, musician, or if you're just getting married, Frankie Leal Photography will customize a special session just for your needs and budget. Lucky for me, I was referred to Frankie Leal Photography. My portraits came out amazing, and they have helped me land modeling and acting gigs. Call him to set up your shoot at 559-638-9545, or check out his work at www.frankieleal.com. Oh yeah, mention the Late Night Early Morning Show, and you'll get 10% off your session. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, what we're going to do right here in the next segment is do a improv. Uh, this is going to be with Gabe, Sam, and our voiceover guy, Daryl. Uh, Rico had to leave, so it'll just be them three. Actually, they do two improvs. They're hilarious. Go ahead and take a listen. Uh, yeah, so let's just get um, let's get an object. And then, yeah, if you want to just jump in whatever, feel free. And we'll just try to set it up so it's not like... We're two guys on a submarine, so there's no way a third okay. person come back. You need a, you need an object, a cell yeah, phone. Yeah, let's just give it a, an object. A cell phone. Yeah, the grizzly. Thirteen points. Oh shit. Okay, oh. you got an object. Uh, what do you mean an object? Just some prop. Something you can hold. What's something you can hold? Just name hand? it. Whatever, whatever pops in your mind doesn't matter. Pen. A pen. Okay. And. Go for it. Action. I I like using the blue pen. Do you mind just letting me just take it? Just, if you can just get the report done. I don't care what color pen it is. Mike, I don't need you breathing down my neck. I've got, this is my, it's my anniversary, Phil. So, you're dragging this out. Look, you wanted me to write you a speech. That's romantic. Blue is the most romantic color I can think of. So I don't if I don't even... have the blue pen, it's going to be like, hey, honey, okay. thanks. Okay, you know what? I did. I did. I asked you for this help, and I don't want to thwart whatever process you have to go through. So if it's a blue pen, great. Red she's pen. Too, she's too good for you. You're going to put that in the speech? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to put it in the speech, Mike. I'm just letting you know. She's too good for you. Well, that's, this is... You're getting me out of my vibe here, man. I got to tell her how much I love her. You're, I'm getting you out of your vibe? You're getting me... I'm the writer. 
you're like nothing but negative energy. I'm just going to make a speech where you just apologize for the last 10 years. Because you have a lot to apologize okay, for. Okay, you know what? If you're going to bring up Boca again. I'm just saying. How do you forget your wife? It, you, look. You drove halfway home. Are you ever, I mean, slipped a Mickey. Do you understand what that means? I do know what that means. But if someone's passed out in a hotel room, you don't just go home. She called me. She called oh, me. She called. What did she say? She said, where's my husband? What, 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 did, what did you say? I said, I don't know. The guy's an idiot. Oh. Uh, why yeah, you, why that's what you, I said. Because you're an idiot. You know, here's the thing. You just got to get over the fact that she was into me. All right. She didn't like guys that sang in the choir. She liked dudes <laughs> that were mathletes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look, she enjoys the fractions, if you know what I mean. I had an angelic voice. Okay. And if it wasn't for the accident, I could have gone pro. All right. Don't keep. When Pavarotti died, I could have been the third tenor. Okay, we're losing focus here. Okay, you're a good guy. (laughs) Yes, I'm a good guy. That's the point. You're not. You take the money that you're supposed to use for your anniversary, and you go and bet on the horses, and not at a legitimate track. In my defense, all right. I just couldn't have. In my defense. I'm, I, I'm waiting. It sounds like you have a very weak defense. You see right through me. I see. I don't have a good defense. You're right. And I couldn't defend getting roofied because I don't, you know, to be honest with you, and I've never told you this, I roofied myself. And what? that's what the really messed up part about it was. You, we had gotten into a fight, and I thought, well, maybe if I slip a little something. And then. So you roofied yourself, got into a bus. And then we're halfway home before you woke up and you're like, oh, maybe I should go back and get my wife. Well, you know, to be perfectly honest, when you're roofied, your your orientation is off a little bit. I didn't know I was on a bus. I got up. I started screaming at this guy. (laughs) And uh, it's just listen, a lot of things happened that night. And I just I appreciate you being there, I guess. Mike, a lot of things did happen that night. What do you? You know how, like, you're super dark skin? Yeah. And Becky's super dark skin. Right. And Trevor's kind of light skin. You know, I was wondering about that. Um, there's a small, minute chance that you might not be Trevor's oh, dad. Oh, son of a. Mu- <laughs> oh, my God, Boca. <laughs> What a stupid trip that was. <laughs> Look, I, I didn't think being a third wheel on your fifth anniversary was going to be awkward. I didn't either, man. I was really counting on you to to help me. I know, dude. It's just, it had been a while for me, and she was really upset. And, and I was on a bus, clearly on the other side. You were on a bus who knows where. You know what, man? At the end of the day, you took care of my wife. Not in ways that I would have advocated for. <laughs> she was safe, I guess, and kind of a. And you've been a good uncle to Trevor, or now well, that we know the truth. There's a reason why I like Trevor, and I cannot stand Sally. Yeah, she's always asking why is. I was like, I don't, I don't know. Why does Trevor look like him? I... <laughs> 
Look, Mike, I, a lot of questions. I, I, I hear what you're saying. And you know what? We're like brothers. Mm-hmm. Like, At least I thought that was well, like <laughs> Biblically speaking, yeah, you know, like, you like a I'm, really bad frat brother is what I, well, this has turned into. But brothers nonetheless. Yeah. And you know what? I know what I'm going to say for your speech now. Okay. What? You're going to say, honey. Okay, honey. I love you. I love you. Through thick and thin. Through thick and thin. Through infidelity. <laughs> you cheating not a, no, I mean, no, okay, no, all right, no, no, okay. Not a cheating whore. Too much, too That's much. Not You're romantic. right. You're right. That's, That's not, not a romantic. Good, there's going to be a lot of people there. There's a lot of people <laughs> yeah. who will be there. Okay. Okay. I won't say you cheating, backstabbing son of a whore. <laughs> Well, see, now that's just insulting. I was saying that mom. to Trevor. Oh, well, that makes sense. Mm. <laughs> and same. <laughs> okay, hey, so uh, what I wanted to do there is if I were to come in and said, like, hey, guys, what are you guys talking about? Like, uh, adding in. Terrible yeah, move. I, yeah. Why? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> No, like, I wanted to say, like, hey, guys, what are you guys talking about? Like, I came into the room. But I would think a better decision. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is if we're doing a scene and you are part of you know what we're trying to con yeah you want to be part of the world what you're trying to convey Uh is that everybody's kind of on the same page right so with the knowledge that you have okay so if we're in a room obviously on some level having Mm -hmm. a conversation and maybe you're like uh your room service or maybe you're a guy that a co-worker you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. saying like, what are you? What's going on? Or what are you saying? Like, that? no, no, no. What I was, I, what I was wanted to do when you guys were talking yeah, is yeah. acting like I just, like I was one of your guys' friends, and you guys were talking in the room, and I just happened to walk in the room and be like, hey, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Exactly. No. And see, that's that's a great move. We just need to know that you're one of our friends coming in, so you could be like, hey guys, I got the beer. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. 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 So it yeah, added as if you had already been a part of what was going on or there that you're not completely ignorant right. of that what's happening. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. Yeah. You'd be like, hey, I got the beers. How's the speech coming? Right. Okay. Right. So yeah. then that way we know you're a friend. You, you know, we sent you out to get something. So you're coming in with extra knowledge, but you're letting us know like my character doesn't know what's going on. Right. So that that way you can okay. add like this great awkwardness. All right. Because what I was going to say was a, another thing that popped in my head was I, I wanted to jump in and be like, hey, I saw you guys through the glass and you guys were arguing with. with yeah. That, and, that's, and that would be great. Yeah. yeah that's okay. perfect. Because yeah. what, what you have done at that point is you've created an, an extra layer to where we are. Mm-hmm. You saw us through the glass, right. you know, so that you didn't go. Because I think if you come in and just go, hey, what are you guys doing? Right, and we're gonna be like, well, yeah, you know, yeah, right. What did you just randomly? (laughs) And what what ends up happening is you have an idea that you're coming in with, which is a good idea. Mm -hmm. But if you're like, hey, what are you doing? Sam could be like, hey, we don't want room service right now. And then (laughs) your idea now doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and he's only doing that because he doesn't like you came in not defining yourself, Uh and so that gives us the right to define yourself. (laughs) Oh, there it is. For us, like we never really clarified what the location was. I'm gonna have that as a drop, by the way. Yeah, there you go. Sorry, play it back. Okay, go on. But like, since we never really succinctly said where we were, Mm -hmm. like if you had come in and been like, oh, here's your blooming onions. Hey, what are you guys talking about, Mr. Friendly Waiter here? Yeah. Uh, Then we're like, oh, okay, we're in Alabama. We know where we are. Shooters and some exactly. Like we're having. <laughs> what that ends up doing is like you give us information saying we're having this really intimate conversation at a public restaurant, right? You know, instead of like in somebody's house. Right. And so, or if you had come in and you had said something like, 
hey, what are you guys doing? And I said, and I did say, hey, we don't need room service right now. Mm-hmm. You could then even spin that and go, but what about this complimentary champagne? Yeah. You know, that way, yeah. you know, at least in the moment, you can stay part of the scene. Or, or, whatever, or you yeah. could just say, hey, guys, I'm taking my bell hop hat off. I'm putting best friend hat on. Okay. That's interesting because, yeah, if you... And then when he came in, you guys could have fought over like, yeah. Oh, exactly. maybe the baby looks, like, maybe the son maybe looks like Sally, him yeah, instead. Right. Maybe Sally, wait, wait. maybe Sally looks like him. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. I no, literally no, no, have no, not fathered match. any of my own children. <laughs> <laughs> the, the reason why I asked that is because, and the reason why I didn't chime yeah. in with that is because I didn't know the relationship between. I thought it, you hated his girl, right? So she wasn't like your sister or anything, Well, I right? hated him. Him. But yeah, no. He wants to be with my girl kind of instead jealous. of me. Right. Yeah. So what I wanted to do is come in and say like, hey, man, I, I saw you guys do the glass. What the fuck are you guys talking about? Why are you guys arguing again? That's oh, what yeah, I yeah, wanted yeah. to say. Right. And then I'll be like, and then I wanted you guys to say, you know, we're just talking about, you know, the, his child not looking like him. But I didn't know if I was going to get that response from you guys. Right. Because yeah. then I wanted to say, yeah, well, didn't you tell me, you know, that you... Are you confessing to him what you did? What's, and that's okay. what I wanted to say. So here's here's the great improv tip. Okay. So you were thinking like three steps ahead. Yes. Come in with step three. Just come in and just saying, I saw you guys are fighting. Did you tell him that Trevor's not his son? Oh, right. So now he gets this great information of not only is he not the dad, but other people know he's not the dad. Right. right. Okay. Yeah, right. So yeah, so don't, don't pre-plan. Just right. come in with whatever it is that you wanted to get out in the first place. Wow. If they've established some kind of characters outside what, those right. two. You know, right, right, right. I, you know, you, you come in like, like uh, Uncle Phil, could you help me with my cryer practice? Exactly. Man, that is good. <laughs> that is creepy good. <laughs> she sounded 17. <laughs> Yeah, well, the whole yeah, the whole point of that was that you know you go in an audition, they'll throw you something. Yeah, you know, okay, this 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 frog is on acid. uh, Oh man, they'll be like doing up. Can we hear the frog on acid? Every idea is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Improv seems like a natural fit to do. If if you could do the voices, yeah, it seems like the audition process would be facilitated by having improv experience. Yeah, yeah, improv. Yeah, it doesn't matter that it's a frog or that. He's on acid. Just somebody tripping. It doesn't matter. You know, you mm-hmm. don't have to sound like a frog. You're just, right. you know, somebody. Okay, here's know, the situation. Psychedelic. You're the frog on acid, and you guys are trying to. <laughs> 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 Hold on. You guys are the Budweiser frogs and need to do a commercial. And he just came because um. he thinks he's a rock star now on acid. <laughs> to the, okay, to the, to the commercial shoot. Okay, go, Gabe. Come on, bud. You're not bigger than us. We're a team. Our love is everything. Our love is everywhere. Go! <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Did you see the size of that mosquito? Yet? <laughs> ah! Er, do you got a cousin or someone we can call? I'm, I've never been so frightened in a room. <laughs> no! A, okay. All right, bud. Just... Get can down! Get down from out. the tree! Get him, oh, get, get down the, from the tree! Get him out of the tree! This is the most beautiful helicopter ride. Oh no! I should. No, 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 no! Oh, this is not. Look at all the people! This is a Super Bowl ad. This is a Super Bowl ad. We have five minutes before Whoa. it shoots. Come on! You're beautiful. I can. <laughs> Thank I, you. Thank you. You know what? It's not so a lot wonderful. of people compliment my looks, but I work really hard. Listen, wise. Let yes. me just. Break it down for you. If you don't get that taser out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. I got. Sorry, I got, I got sidetracked. Can just, you get him? Just er, like you just. <laughs> all I want to do is just get this done. 
See what you did? Do you see what you did? I didn't tell him to go to I didn't tell him to go to Padre Island for the weekend. That shouldn't have licked that waitress. Oh, no. <laughs> he licked a waitress? It's funny how when frogs licks humans, Whoa. it has the opposite effect. Yeah, that is bad. Wow. Come on. Okay. Okay, bud. Just yeah. tase I just, him. Just say bud. Just tase him. Just say bud. I'm not going to tase him. Just tase him. I'm going to touch you with my tongue. Oh, All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> as soon as he's not touching me with his tongue, I'll tase him. Because if I tase him while he has his tongue on me, I'm going to get tased as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, this is getting uncomfortable. Keep it above the above the equator. I do, oh, okay. <laughs> and I'll tase him. <laughs> what did you do that for? I don't. I don't think that's okay. You let that man. Watch his arm. Watch his arm. I didn't want to watch his arm. Look out for the arm. Watch out for the arm. Ur's idea. Ur's idea. Quit turning state's me. evidence, you jerk one. <laughs> I'm going to tease you. Oh, oh my God. Oh How do you like I it? I could have been working with Stamos. Fancy. with Stamos. Johnny Stamos. Johnny Johnny something. All right, so um, since we got all that taken care of, what we're going to do right now is we'll, we'll talk after, but what we're going to do right now is we're going to go ahead and end the podcast. All right. Um, I wanted to say uh, thank you to Isaiah. Fruit juice. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl, thanks for coming, Daryl. Yeah. Gabe, thanks for coming, Gabe. Readly forever. <laughs> Amen. And Sam Manuel, thank you, brother. Make it out to the orchard <laughs> this evening. I'll be doing 15 minutes. <laughs> Tip your oranges. I want to say thank you to Rico for coming along. This is Augie Lopez saying good journey.